mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On today's episode of Don't Blame Me, we have Ned from the Try Guys, and uh, he's a dad. So we did a lot of dad-related questions like finance, um, polygamy, which I guess isn't really dad-related, but also a broken-off engagement. So it's juicy. And there's financial advice because Ned's a dad. A lot of dad jokes, too. Keep watching. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, we have an exciting guest. And if you're watching it, you can see who it is because he dressed up. It's Ned from the Try Guys. Hello. I'm so excited you're here. 
I'm I've already told him that I'm a huge fan of your, your the videos that you guys oh, thank do. Thank you so much. I think I'm they're very entertaining. Here. I did. I put on I put on big boy pants today. Big it boy was, pants, big boy shoes. Big boy shoes. Big boy shoes. You know, I got a button up, very tan France. I have a new baby you do. at home, so that you're a dad. Putting on clothes is is a big that step. That don't have for vomit me. on them. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Impressive. And he's a very cute baby. You guys, I watched the whole um birth like meet our baby video. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So cute. Like an exceptionally cute baby, and not all babies are that cute. Oh, thank you. Which I'm unpopular honored. opinion, but there's no. Some, I, I think a lot of people think it; they just don't say it. Yeah. Mm. Well, so we're saying it here. Mm-hmm. A lot of babies aren't cute. You got a you got a good one. Wow. So congratulations. Thank, thank you. Thank you. It's a big honor. I'll tell him. <laughs> He'll totally understand. No, tell him now. <laughs> tell him now. Yeah. yeah. He, he won't get too big of an ego though. That's like the thing you worry about infants with massive egos. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, and Melissa's also here. Hello. What? What? And uh, yeah, guys, this is the podcast. I already said it was called Don't Blame Me, but you can hear me say it again just now. Um, And this is an advice podcast where people call in, they leave voicemails, and then we give them advice. And uh, if you guys want to call in for a future episode, if your life is going to shit, um, leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And then international callers, you can email an audio file to meganpodcast at gmail.com with your nice British accents or Australian accents. So, um, how do you feel like you're at giving advice? Do you feel like you're good? Um, I think I'm pretty good at giving well, advice. Well, you're a dad. So I, I, like, by yeah. the way, you have to be good. I, I have to be good. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm the moment the baby came, I automatically got I, you, leagues better in giving advice. I think that's what it is because just saying that you're a dad automatically people are going to take your advice. Wow. Now. Wow. Yeah. Oh you have God. a lot. There's a lot of pressure. My own shoes are really big to fill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm excited. We've got some good calls. So, um, Oh, Guys, get ready. We're gonna rock your world. Oh no! Any from ready. any from Britain? I don't know. Let's oh, okay. see. I'm gonna cross my fingers. <laughs> you don't pre-screen them. I, I, I kind so you of, have no idea I, what's gonna. No, I do. I read summaries. I don't want to get spoiled on stuff. Yeah. So and she okay. like picks like a bunch, and then I cut yeah. it down. Okay. So I'll pick ones that wow. I like. So don't we? I didn't pick any ones that were like sixteen-year-old girls having sex because I thought you might feel weird about giving advice on that. So we didn't do those. Yeah, for you. I, I don't. I don't know yep. how I would handle that. Exactly. So we, 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 we pre-screened those with, so you, you don't have to deal with those. Mm-hmm. Hi, Megan. I am a 22-year-old senior in college. I'm actually going to be graduating this year, and I have a big problem with spending money. Um, this is my fourth job in four years. I keep changing my job. Um, every summer and this job I'm having right now I'm sticking with it throughout my senior year because I'm going to be going to work at the mall near my school but I have a really really bad problem with spending money um I have a credit card and a debit card and I basically used up all of my credit cards like I maxed it out um mainly because I had to pay off some school stuff and each time I pay it off, I don't know why I decide to just buy, like, pizza or some stuff with my credit card and using my debit card. And then I finally get a job, and I have my debit card, and I stop using my credit card, and now I use up all my money on my debit card, which means I have a lot of overdraft fees. So I was just wondering if you have any ways that you could... I don't know, have some advice maybe to show me how I could stop using my money on useless things and also to save up money because 
no matter how many times I say I want to save up for a car, it never works out. So, yeah, uh, thanks, and I hope to hear from it. First of all, I don't think food is a useless thing to spend money on. Yeah. Like buying pizza, I mean, you have to eat. Pizza is important. (laughs) But she's using her credit card instead of her debit card. Okay. Right, Um, so she might be spending money that she doesn't Besides just Mm -hmm. pizza. I mean, I, I mean, is it stupid to say that maybe you just need like to like maybe you keep your credit card. You don't have your credit card in your wallet. Like what? Like, you know what I mean? Like if you like keep things separately, so you're not tempted to use your credit card for something that it's only like, I don't know, like, you know, like it's like an, um, for emergency, like school stuff only. And you don't bring it with you. Yeah. This is this is the opposite of a sixteen year old girl. Yeah, this sex. is this yeah, is, yeah, this look, is like look, perfect for dad advice. Yeah, oh yeah my and you dad. Bought, a, wow. bought a house. Yeah, you did I buy a house. house this year. Would you guys yeah. random? I'm sorry, I'm just telling things about your life because uh, I know. So I would tell the caller that making a budget mm-hmm. is is very important. So just write out what you think that you want to try and spend money on, and then um, you know be realistic. Uh, as to like how much you actually tend to spend money on. You don't like try and yeah. cut everything in half all at once. Uh, and then um, just, you know, if you're having trouble uh, spending money on your credit card, like you can just use cash. Like oh, just yeah. just only taking the amount of cash that you want to spend money on. Um, I've even heard like you can uh, put like like 10 different jars for all of the 10 different buckets that oh. like rent, mm-hmm. food, entertainment like put the amount of cash that you want to spend that month in that jar and then once the jar's done well you're out of the budget for that month so oh, that's smart yeah that's much smarter than just not bringing your credit card with you that's a good move too though yeah mm-hmm. but yeah so if you if you if you can physically see it too because that's the thing like i would say automatically if you have on your laptop or anything where it has like the autofill or apple pay get mm-hmm. rid of that like don't have that mm-hmm. tempting thing of being like oh i'm shopping on revolve and like it autofills like i could buy this right now like i don't even have to go grab my credit card and yeah. enter this stuff in one click on amazon makes it yeah. so easy to oh my spend god money so bad i know some people who like will buy so much shit when they're drunk yeah. my friend mm-hmm. just bought she thought she was buying one broom and she was drunk and she bought like i think 2,000 brooms are this big. <laughs> like tiny brooms. And she's like, what the fuck am I going to do with all of this? Don't drink in prime. Yeah, yeah. don't drink in prime. Exactly. Prime. I know somebody that bought toilet paper that had like dollar bills on it. Yeah. Just, just like, like <laughs> just, it's, everything's just too easily accessible. So I think like going and making sure you don't do any of that stuff. And then also like if you fail once in one month that you are like, shit, I don't have, I, I've spent way too much money. I think kind of the same thing along with like when people are eating healthy, it's not like, oh, I spent a little too much. Let me just say, fuck it for the rest of the month. Like Mm -hmm. a little bit of debt is better than a lot of debt. And I think just kind of like cut yourself some slack and know it's a learning curve. Um, And then I would also say just like saving money wise, figure out like the amount of money people spend eating out and on alcohol like I don't drink and oh my God, I save so much money not drinking. Like it's so mm-hmm. much cheaper. So if there are things like that where you're like, well, I don't want to sacrifice my fun and all of that. We'll be like, well, how fun is it when you don't have a car? Like think they like, prioritize that kind of stuff long-term and maybe you don't eat out for a month and then you cook at home and you could, I always cook and save so much more. Like when I will pay, place order on Postmates, I'm like, cool, $50. That is mm-hmm. literally ha- like I could get groceries for that. And then I am not eating just one meal. So finding those ways to, yeah. and then invite your friends over and eat and they can bring food too. And you can do like a potluck. You can don't have to go yeah. out and spend money to 
also like be in college and have fun. And for saving, I would say don't put that at the end. Don't mm -hmm. let that be the last thing you think about. Pay yourself first. Yeah. Like think of you saving as like you giving yourself a paycheck mm -hmm. for the future. Yeah. Oh, smart. Mm. Smart. That is really smart. That was a really good idea. But um, yeah, I think this is an, uh, so many people deal with this stuff. I remember how expensive the small amount of time I was at college, how expensive it was. And uh, it's rough. Find your one vice, maybe. Maybe like it's I want to treat myself like I want to be able to go out to dinner like mm. once a month. But so it's what's like your, what's your vice? Mine would be workout classes. Yeah. Oh my god, that's exactly oh, what really? workout classes. That'd be mm. that. So I think if you can find your one thing, it can't be like it's again, it like not to bring it back to diet, but it's the same thing like that. Like if you want to, if you want to like get in shape, you it can be like, well, you know what? I'm not going to give up French fries, but you can't be like, I'm not going to give up French fries, beer, mm -hmm. um, soda and ice cream. Like pick one thing and maybe it changes month to month. Maybe you're like this month, I want to like have one fun night out with my friends and do all of that. Or this one night I want to go out to dinner and do stuff. So treat yourself with that. So it doesn't feel like you're like being you're drowning in it and then no like the next month maybe you treat yourself to something else and then you'll appreciate it more yeah and then also if you've clothes that don't fit like sell sell stuff on like whatever all those websites that don't sponsor us so i'm probably not going to give you a free plug <laughs> but yeah stuff like that like figure out those kind of things too to kind of make money in between your job as well and then one day you can buy a house you need that good credit that that oh, is true oh yeah. my goodness when it came to buying a house even like small uh -huh. differences in your credit score suddenly really? I don't have know my like credit score. thousands oh, of dollars difference. Have your credit score. I should know my credit score. Yeah. Most credit card companies will give you like free alerts every month and it'll just ping oh. you what it is. So you can just sign up on the website. Oh, I get nervous looking at stuff like that. I'm like, what if all my money disappears? It won't, that has nothing to do with yeah. money. I don't well, know. But then if I'm like, then my bank will be like talking to me a lot and then I'm just, I don't know. I don't even like answering the phone because I get scared I'm in trouble. <laughs> no, but like you can so sign up. So you don't look at your online banking ever? No. You just sign up for like the <laughs> no. alerts and they'll ping you like if something weird is yeah. happening on oh, your okay. account. Like for some reason, somehow my email address got on the dark web and they pinged me. <laughs> Shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, I had to up. go through and change all my passwords for everything. I thought the dark web was a lie. Now no, I know it's not. It's I know someone real. Who's personally and my been... email address is on it. Shut www.darkweb.net forward slash Melissa. Oh my God. You have your own landing page? <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. That's that's a lot. And also if you're not good with money, which no, no, I'm not going to assume that you're not, even though you've kind of said that you're not great with money um if you have like a friend who's like really great with money and can like help you kind of sit down and do your budget i would do like that because i've got big, like i have like my finance people who do that because that's not how my brain works and i'm not going to be like cocky and be like i'm gonna i can totally do this myself so i think um doing that and having a friend maybe a friend who's like a a finance major great i almost said a math major <laughs> that could help too yeah. well and also if you do it with a friend yeah. even if it's not a finance major uh say it's just one of your friends that's also struggling with spending too much mm -hmm. uh, then you can have that support network mm, yeah true. so like they can yeah you, know, if you can if everyone's like, like come on we're all going out and both of you you can be like oh we're so busy we can't and you're both mm -hmm. like no let's like save money and not do this yeah plus everyone's broke in college yeah and there are so many great, like, fun, free things that you can do. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there are you free screenings. There, yeah, <laughs> sleeping, sleeping, Study, free. Yeah, napping. Oh, wow. Studying. Oh, yeah. goodness. I finished school. You, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Low fucking blow, dude. Hella low blow. 
I'm going to picture you next time we're at boxing. You're, you're going to be my bag. I'll be right next to you. You will be. Maybe, maybe I'll miss. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want it. okay. I saved money. There you go. You did. I did save money. I don't I'm, have college. I, have I don't have student loans. Yeah, but I do. So that's the, I the throw away from I was hardly that. a student. <laughs> I was pretty much part-time the whole time, which was not a long time. Uh, okay. On to the next call. Hey, Megan. I'm 17. I'm going to be 18 in two weeks, and I'm about to start college. And I have never had a boyfriend or been asked out, so I'm kind of a mess. Um, I just I get nervous around guys, and I tend to self-sabotage myself. And every time somebody starts to flirt with me, I clam up. And I want to, you know, date, but I just have no idea how to go about it. So I just I need some help getting out of my own head. Oh my gosh, she's the cutest mm-hmm. in the world. She's like, I'm getting oh through goodness. those three minutes. Yeah, and she's going so fast. She's like, I'm so nervous about eating. I'm also nervous about this call. Okay, let's finish. Goodbye. Um, I mean, you're a boy. Yeah. Who who's married? Right. Successfully. So I've I've done it. So you've done it. So what 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 do you have to say? Oh my goodness. Uh, I I mean, uh, I really relate to that. Like being nervous like yeah. I'm, I'm nervous right now i'm nervous right now megan like I'm it, always it's, nervous. it's oh it's it's not ever something that that goes away mm-hmm. uh and and it's it's not easy yeah um, but like just going and treating it like something like a like a muscle that you can like practice and mm-hmm. like get better at over time mm-hmm. and it's okay if like sometimes and when you're like trying to introduce yourself to someone you kind of stumble and like mm-hmm. mess up that's that's fine but just like keep going and keep getting better at talking to people. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that I, I detected some elements of really being uh, just like the pressure of the end result of like getting a yeah, boyfriend yeah. and having a stable relationship. Don't, don't think of that. Mm-hmm. Just think of like, what can I learn about this person? Mm-hmm. What can I discover in terms of a, having a conversation? Yeah. Uh, and, and then, you know, it's like, maybe, maybe they aren't going to work out and mm-hmm. be your boyfriend, but it's okay. You've gotten better at, talking to someone yeah like opening up and, mm-hmm. and learning something new about somebody else and I think it's also th- I'm a hundred percent with you on it being a muscle I always tell my friends um and and callers who ca- who people who call into the podcast of being like even if you don't have the intention of meeting somebody on a dating app like or going out on a date with somebody that you might not really like them the amount of dates I've gone out with like people I mean this sounds bitchy whatever that I was like I'm not that interested in you but like I really like this other guy and like I like, haven't been on a date in a couple of weeks like I want to have <laughs> practice so like I'm gonna go out with you and do that like did that with my boyfriend like my current boyfriend he was like you went on so many dates right before you said you would go out with me I was like yeah I just want to like make sure I was like on my A game <laughs> because I think like it is like a, it's it's not only just like a muscle of you practicing like the awkwardness of small talk and all of that but it's also How are you like, gonna hit a home run if yeah. you don't hit up the batting cages honestly, yeah. honestly you have to audition for the roles that you want like and also you have to figure out what you like too and like if you actually like those people like i'm so guilty of kind of building people up in my head and then mm. by the time that you meet them you're like oh wow i was so concerned about this person liking you that i was like i don't even know if i fucking like you like i haven't been thinking about if you're who i'm interested in um and i would say approach it the same way the same kind of mentality as friends, just knowing that nobody, no matter how confident anybody seems with like dating or meeting new people, like nobody is everybody, like every person you date in every relationship is going to be so different. So even somebody who's had a lot of experience and had a lot of like partners or girlfriends or whatever, they've never been with you. So they don't, this is still a new thing. Like every first date is still nerve wracking. Like all of it, it is always going to make you nervous, but you're not at a disadvantage because you've never 
been there. Someone else isn't going to be as, I, I think everybody just gets equally as nervous. But if you start, maybe go, I would say go on like well, the first time you like start really going out with people, go out with someone you don't really care that much about. So you're like, mm-hmm. cool, if it's not that, like if this yeah. goes terribly wrong, like you're not the love of my life. And I haven't been pining over you for years. So let me just do this. And then like, cool, like got that over with. It's like getting like a first kiss over with. If you don't like want to, like if you, re- I don't know, that was like, I mean, that wasn't my mentality. The guy who was my first kiss, like really cute. Um, but no, but like, I think like there's that, like really special. It was like, so, and I mean, granted, did he then goes pop? to me way later. What? Did you get a leg pop? Did I get a leg pop? Oh, no. I, I, I maybe, I mean, honestly, maybe. I was like 15. So Wait, maybe what's I was a like, leg pop? Princess Diaries? Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. God, having straight boys on the show is weird. Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't know Princess Diaries. Oh, yeah. I mean, I Mia saw it. an icon. I just don't remember saw, every oh, moment of it. Her thing was like, when she gets when her I first really, kiss, she wants she her, her leg pop. Yeah, 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 okay, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was very yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, he goes to me and then uh, like three years ago, yeah, at least more than more than three years ago, um, saw him at a bar and uh, he was like, oh my God, like we should totally hang out. Like he had no idea who I was and didn't remember me and like tried to like, pick me up and then he finally realized- what? And then he was like, oh my God, do you want to come what? over? I was like, no, this is all I needed. Goodbye. <laughs> and then I left. Good. It was great. It felt so good. If you, if you like put someone in this kind of like, just so you imagine mm-hmm. the idea of them way more than actually yeah. talking to they them. They can never live up to it. Yeah. And then it's like that when you make a friend, you're like, oh, do we vibe? You're not thinking mm-hmm. so much about the other person. And that's, I think the biggest hurdle of dating is you focus so much on the other person and not like, oh, do we work well together? Like when you meet so like a friend, if you're like, oh, wow, her and I really don't vibe. We're not the same. We really don't vibe. Or like, she's like, yeah, like, no, like totally nice or whatever. Like treat it the same way. And I think you'll realize that makes you way calmer because you'll be worrying less about impressing them and just trying to get to know them too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just as nervous. Also, especially like young, like teen boys, college freshman boys are not cool. Like oh, they, yeah. they may, like you think that they're cool. Even they're, the cool ones are not cool. They're not cool at all. Oh yeah. True. At all. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't stress and worry about that. Plus you also have a ton of guys like going from college who like were not cool and were not hot in high school, but then got hot. And then they're going to go to college and have no idea that they're hot. And then they'll be great. They'll be, it'll be a good time. My nephew was like that. Yeah. He had, really suddenly good, got hot. he had a really good glow up, oh, but wow. he, like everybody remembered him from like what he like, what he like was like, cause he went to like the same like elementary school, middle school, high school stuff. Then he went to college. I was like, dude, you're going get lots of bitches and he's like please stop i'm like no you can get hella bitches <laughs> got hella bitches wow. <laughs> really proud of him okay <laughs> is it gross to be proud of my nephew it's fine <laughs> he's 18 yeah, yeah. I, I think it's okay i think it's fine what was the one element that he changed that was like contributing and to his glow up nothing it was just more like he like much like he just grew up and matured but he was always he was like a smart kid mm-hmm. and kind of a little nerdier. And he like got into sports later, but he wasn't like very like bro-y. Like he's like really sensitive and sweet. Um, and he wasn't very like bro-y. And I think like it was just a small enough place that everybody remembered him from being like younger. And then he went to like mm-hmm. a big school and was like, I play football. <laughs> like, yeah, you do. He's way cooler than I am. I'm not cool at all. Okay. Well, um, best of luck at college and also study. Do that thing. Cause yeah. I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Boys aren't as important as studying. That's yeah. true. 100%. I'm 22, and I just wanted some advice on my past relationship. So we dated for about four years, and we got engaged for two years, and then we're set to get married just this past weekend. And we, well, I broke it off um, about a month and a half ago, and it seemed like a very mutual situation. We both were like, I just want the best for you, da da da, da whatever. But then, um, a 
about, we like, he still lived with me for about three weeks after we broke up. And about two weeks into it, he kind of just stopped speaking to me and stopped um, even like acknowledging my presence. And I was not sure what happened in any amount of time. And I'm not really sure how to handle the situation anymore because I'm not sure should I reach out to him and say, hey, like, let's talk about this, or should I just move on, let go, whatever? I guess a little context on why we broke up. Um, he was very emotionally unavailable. The sex life was freaking awful. Um, I was becoming mentally unstable, and it was just a whole mess all around, and we both just didn't feel like we were ready to get married, nor did we want to get married to each other, and we were kind of just doing it to appease my family. So, yeah, but now I feel like he just low-key really, 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 really hates me and is not actually wanting to be friends anymore, which he kind of hinted at wanting to be friends previously, so I'm not exactly sure. Does anybody watch Love Island? This is very Jack and Danny. Nope. Cool. No. <laughs> Thanks, nope. Guys. What is that? <laughs> what? Okay, so you might not like the Great British Bake Off, but you would actually... Love Island is... Uh, uh, mm, 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 you okay. will love it. Do you know okay. why? Do you know why? Oh, forgot to take my Adderall. Can you tell? Um, you, uh, it's like, are you the one, but British meets Jersey Shore. <laughs> okay. You would love it. It's great. Um, and, and everyone's hot. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it d- depends on the season. Okay. Um, this season, hella hot people. But in this past season... Danny is the girl and Jack is the guy and they were I'm not going to get into like the technicalities of the show because if you want you everyone should fucking watch it it's fantastic it's also on every single night <laughs> or like 60 episodes a season um you need subtitles though because they really thick accents um or you're just smarter than me so Danny and Jack were like together in a couple so they're like paired in a couple then she decides that she thinks they're like she's like you know what I just really like just see him as just a friend. And she's like really working herself about like super nervous to tell him this because she feels so bad. And it's like, I really like, really, really like him as a person. I think like, I obviously am attracted to him and I think he's awesome, but I just am not, I I just don't think that it's it for me. And she felt super bad. And so she told him and he was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for saying that. That's exactly how I felt. I didn't know how to say that. And he's like, oh my gosh. And she's like, really? And he was like, yes, a hundred percent. Like we're on the same page and they're high-fiving. And she's like, oh my God, like you're like my brother. Like, I think you're just the greatest. He's like, oh my God, a hundred percent. This entire time I've been like feeling guilty because I just see you as a friend. We cut to his confessional and he's like, I like her so much, but I just don't want her to feel bad. And I don't want her. And like, I care about her so much. And I knew that that would eat her up if I told her I really cared about her. So I just want to tell her what's going to make her feel better and I mean we'll I'll ignore the rest because then the rest of the stuff isn't relevant to you but that that stuff I wonder how much as as mutual as it might have seemed if he knows that you were really unhappy and if he she's saying the caller saying that a lot of it had to do with the fact that he was like emotionally unavailable and that it was like really taking a toll on her mental health and so if he really cares about you and loves you, which I'm sure he does, and he can see that and he knows he's not the right guy for you. And clearly because like you are, it's just like, he's not able to be the kind of guy he wants to be for you. It might've been kind of an amicable breakup that was just kind of him saving face. And that Mm. he just, he's really hurt by it. I don't know if it means that he hates your guts, but I think it's pretty reasonable to not want to be friends with your like ex fiance. I don't know. I've never been engaged, but like, I don't want to hit up my ex-boyfriends. Yeah. I mean, six weeks before the wedding, that's, that's pretty, pretty soon, but <sighs> yeah. I, it didn't sound particularly amicable, 
amicable to me. Really? Yeah, it seemed like he was very emotionally closed off and then she broke up with him. And then what happened? He got even more reserved and even more closed off. So he's continuing the pattern of behavior that he was having in the relationship and then just heightening it even more. So it's like he's kind of retreating into, you know, his show. He's probably, you know, not not able to Mm -hmm. like say not enable to like call it quits because you're living together and that's a hard thing to do but it it sounds like it's yeah I don't I yeah I'm with I don't think he I think the idea that she thinks that he implied that maybe he wanted to be friends and stuff I don't I really think he was probably just saying that and like he doesn't really feel that because it's totally valid that he wouldn't feel that and not to like play devil's advocate or whatever, but you being so chill and being like, we can be friends and all that stuff. That probably really hurts him mm. that he might've just tried to make it as easy and has been like, Oh, we agree. Like, yes, your mom, like, we were getting married because there's like pressure from your family and all that stuff. I'm sure there was a part of him that maybe he can like rationally say like, yeah, that is, those are contributing factors. But I think his emotions, he's yeah I mean I think I would you can be rightfully hurt yeah in that and not expect I mean I wouldn't reach out because that's what she asked if she should reach out Mm. to him or if she should just kind of cut her losses are they still living together I think they they were just for the first three weeks right it seems like they were oh they were so they're not anymore Mm. yeah well then I I I wouldn't reach out Mm-mm. Well, I think it also I just think it's over. It hinders his moving on process if you reach out to him, because even if that doesn't affect you and do anything like I've, oh my God, the amount of times that I've been like, got, get ghosted by a guy or like get dumped or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing so great. I'm moving on. Like go me. It took me so long to get here. Mm-hmm. And then you get a text message being like, Hey, and you're like, why you fucker? Like I was yeah. doing just fine. And I think again, not to be a bitch to you, but there's a part of that kind of uh, when you know somebody and I've also been guilty on the other side of it too. Like when you know somebody has really strong feelings for you and that like you can always reach out to them, there is kind of an ego boost and something that feels nice about that. And that I think you need to know is like purely selfish and you, this is something that you also wanted in this breakup and that he's show, despite whatever he's told you, he's showing you that this is not, he's not doing super well. So I think the best thing to do, no matter how concerned you are about him, I don't think he wants to hear from you yeah, at all. He was emotionally closed off before, so mm-hmm. he probably didn't. Something like we talk about his feelings now. Yeah, he probably didn't actually say his true feelings when yeah. he broke up with him. Mm-hmm. Just like Jack and Danny. Wow. Love, Love Island. Island. Honestly, if you ever watch it, you'd be like, the fact that you just fucking compared like this woman's like real life <laughs> wedding getting canceled to Love Island. I'm so sorry if that offended you, by the way. Um, but yeah, I think, and also he'll be better of like, he'll like move, like breakups are really hard to move on from, but. And, and while I'm shocked that they broke up right before mm-hmm. that, the wedding, I mean, it seems like they might've been getting married for family reasons mm-hmm. in the first place, which yeah. is really not the most ideal way to go into a, a marriage yeah and it's better to call it quits before the wedding than after the wedding yeah i would assume i thought so they say so they say <laughs> you're married i'm not married so wow wow yeah and don't I'm ever just... tell him that he can be like your brother oh my god remember the oh my god that yeah. one 
Yeah. This guy broke what? up with this girl and he told her that she was, it was the almost, right? It was yeah. the same one. So he told her, he was like, he broke up with her and he's like, you know, I always like thought that you might be the one, but like, you're just like, you're almost the one, but you're not the one. And they've been together forever. And Ugh. she was like, what? And he's like, Whoa. yeah, you're almost it. Oh, no. And then after they broke up, he was like, I just really like, really like you. And like, you can like be like my sister oh, and like, all man. <laughs> oh, yeah. she was like, it's fucking disgusting. Whoa, <laughs> I was like, God. yeah, it's nasty. <laughs> you can never say that to someone you have had sex with. Right. And like, Yes, he was my brother. And they're like, that's so, yeah. like, I'm concerned about your family life. Oh, my no. God. Almost is really not, it's not, like, lessening the pain no, anymore. No, that's so mean. You mean, you were, like, we're so we're, close we're, to being soulmates, but But, like, so, like, like relatives. So like, so yeah. So, family. We were so close to being married as family, but like, now you just want to be I'm going to give you a bronze medal. <laughs> You're like, so almost bad. first place. Almost first place. You got a ribbon. Got a ribbon? Got a participation Ooh, ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's literally what that is. A five-year relationship gives you a participation with it. <laughs> and years wow. of therapy. God. Wow. People are terrible. Um, but yeah, you guys will be good. And you save money, right? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, you save at least half the deposit. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. If you, you deposit you I mean, like six half, weeks before, right? that's, no? you might lose some deposit money. Oh, but you don't spend all of it. I, but you're not involved in any like legal that's legal true. business, yeah. like a divorce or something. Mm-hmm. Oh. But yeah, fees. you probably didn't have to pay the caterer yet. True. Uh, the band deposit is refundable. <laughs> you were uh, such the, a dad. The, uh, you know, the, the venue, you might lose some because okay. like those book a year out and come on, they, they're running a business here. Uh, of course, the decorations you're going to do yourselves anyway. Yeah, so you Mason haven't bought jars. them yet. Mason jars. Florists, probably refundable. Yeah. Um, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back. Um, okay, guys, this podcast is brought to you by me jacking off my own dick. Ooh, I should have said sucking because that now that this jacking noise. Oh, fat, fat, fat. Oh, if there's only video here, you guys could see what we're doing. But let's just pretend we're just like whipping random, like flaccid dicks against the mics. We oh, have a God, lot of guys. fun. We do. We just have like loose dicks hanging around out here. <laughs> Ah, okay, guys. Um, So I'm going to take this time to uh, promote ourselves. Uh, You guys have been so great leaving wonderful reviews on iTunes. If you haven't done that yet, what are you doing? All the fucking cool kids are doing it. They're saying nice things. They're being nice with their nice words and phrases. And a lot of them are also being punny and funny and cool. So hop on board. Be like the cool kids. Leave us a nice review on iTunes. And if you haven't checked out our new website, actually, no, not new website revamped Mm -hmm. improved improved it was i went into a hole of redoing this website um it was me just putting off every other responsibility that i had but go to don'tblameme.show and there not only can you like figure out where to listen to us you can get all the links to all of that you could also see some wonderful bios on um me and melissa Mm -hmm. and some pictures of us being cool you can also see we've got a little section with featured Ooh, gonna burp there she did it uh featured episodes with some of like my personal favorite ones that are super funny and great direct links so now you never have to question which episode is the one where the girl fucked three brothers yeah it's, it's right, right there. there it tells you which episode you can also see the videos there all of that stuff and 
You can figure out the phone number, where to email us, but most importantly, it also links to our new Instagram page. We're hip. We're cool. We're on, we're on the Instagram. The gram. We're on the gram. We did it for the gram. <laughs> we really did. Follow Don't Blame Me Pod. It also kind of looks like Don't Blah Meme, meme Pod. pod. <laughs> <laughs> I can't look at it any other way than Don't Blah Meme Pod. Uh, but follow us on Don't Blah Me Pod. Meme Pod. And um, we're going to be posting when new episodes are out, new videos are out, so you guys will know there too. And also we're going to be posting more behind the scenes stuff. So you'll see like what guests are here, like that we're recording episodes with. Um, You'll see some great, just BTS of Melissa and I just taking pictures. (laughs) We'll just take pictures of each other at the exact same time (laughs) and post those. It's going to be so good. (laughs) It's going to be great. Um, And it still has a pretty cute theme. I do have to say it's on myself because I'm anal and can't not do that no matter what it is. Um, So guys, yeah. That was that. That's all. I. That's I'm. I have nothing else to give. No more jizz to give of my own. Just dry. Just dry. She's done. She finished. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Back to the episode. Let's hop on into the rest of the calls. I'm 29 years old. Um, I've been seeing this guy who I've kind of known forever. We met in college and um, we had a crush on each other, but it was platonic because I had a boyfriend um so fast forward to a few months ago we had both just gotten out of long-term relationships and he dm'd me um and we started texting and we've seen each other a few times since then um which has been like four months um we were purposefully taking things slow because we had just gotten out of relationships and we didn't want to rush anything but we immediately clicked and we started to develop feelings for each other. Um, we started talking about future together and all that stuff. Um, he is amazing and I honestly see myself with him for the rest of my life. But there's been a curveball. He told me yesterday that his ex recently contacted him and he realized that he still has feelings for her. Um, he said that he doesn't want to lose me but also doesn't want to drag me through an emotional roller coaster. I don't think he's the kind of guy who beats around the bush just from, like, all of our conversations. So I believe him when he says that he doesn't know what to do. Um, He said his logic tells him not to go back to his ex, but he does have those feelings for her. We live a couple hours away from each other, and he said his his ex lives even further. So that's also something. So do you think I should just back off and let him go back to his ex and figure things out, or should I fight for him? I'm kind of leaning towards fighting because I just feel in my heart that that's what I should do, but I don't know if that's unrealistic. Mm. Yes, you fight for him! Oh my god, I knew you were going to say that. fight for him, yes! I just think he's going to do whatever he's going to do. Like, it's, you can't, as much as you fight for him, however much however much you put into this isn't going to change what he's going to do do you know what i mean yes but if you back off completely and you just like I, s- assume oh he's going to go to his ex then what what if you haven't you haven't learned anything but i should. think if you tell him if you're like you know like i thank you so much for being so upfront and honest with me i really appreciate it like you know I, you know that i think you're a really great guy and i obviously have these romantic feelings for you i want you to do i don't want to be either the reason you don't go to her and you regret it and i don't want to be I don't want to stand in the way of whatever you want to do. Just know that like, I'm, yeah, I'm interested in you, but this is, I'm going to support you. And I think you're a great guy, whatever decision you make. And I think by being 
I know I hate, I hate being the cool girl, but being that person who says it and you're giving him the opportunity and the chance to then decide because yeah. you're not giving him an ultimatum and all of this other stuff. Because even if let's say like, if he ultimately wants to be with you, he's going to want to be with you so much more if he's the one who comes to that decision and doesn't feel obligated by what you say to him or sees how much effort you've been like putting in where he's like, fuck, I have to stick in this. He's going to be so much more into it and invested in it. If he's like thought through everything and like made that decision. Yeah, that's absolutely right. He has to be the one to mm -hmm. decide. It sounds like he's a little conflicted. And of course, yeah. like, why wouldn't he? These are long term I relationships. Why him and his ex broke up. Well, I don't know. I wonder why she and her ex broke up. I mean, that's like that's yeah. a long term relationship breaking up. Of course, yeah. you're going to have very like complicated mm -hmm. feelings. But the fact that he's uh, telling mm -hmm. it to her like straight up, like that's a really a level of like yeah. closeness and, and intimacy that they already have. You know, he's not sneaking around kind of being like, yeah, oh, like which a, he can't. He could, you know, he could totally he done, could, could totally have done, done that. that. So that for me is like a sign that the new relationship that they have is mm -hmm. is potentially very strong. Yeah. And so I wouldn't w encourage her to like kind of fade away. I think what yeah. you said was a very mature way of saying it where it's like, hey, like, you know, you you have to you have to decide, mm -hmm. you know, between us and I'm not going to stand the way if yeah. you decide that. I want to give it a chance with my ex, but you know, what he can't do is <laughs> let him kind of like, do both. I don't know, do both <laughs> at the both. same time. Yeah. yeah. Here's something that we didn't touch on, oh. on that message. Yes. The ex lives farther away. Like who I mean, wants okay. a commute for your I relationship? Mean, logistically, okay? I don't want to get your hopes up <laughs> by saying any of this, but I'll say this like, so that was like my real advice. And this is kind of like my fluffy advice that I'd say to my friend if she was really down. Um, a, they already broke up once. So they're going to break up again. Exactly. And she lives farther away. I guarantee you that your like if you can do that response, that very mature response I gave, she's probably not going to give that kind of response because if they broke up once before, she's probably and rightfully so going to kind of want him to still be invested in a little more serious about her. And if she finds out that he's dating some other girl, like just the relationship calibers are just different. So I, I don't suspect that she will give a similar answer. Um, and also you don't even know if she's actually wanting to get back together with him or if he's kind of interpreting whatever like his ex is doing as like wanting right. that. Um, right. It could be what you were saying yeah. earlier where the ex reaches out just to, <laughs> yeah, just make to check herself in. feel And good. he's like, I think she wants to get back together. And like, meanwhile, she's like, oh, whoa, so not what I meant. Back away slowly. <laughs> so yeah, he could also, it could be wishful thinking on his end. Um, but I think it's also just, if you haven't talked about it in person, um, you can also probably gauge from how he's talking about it. If he's just not ready to date at all yet. Yeah, I mean, whatever it is, it's going to take time. Yeah, because I mean, it's even if they like don't end up together, like even if he picks you, it picks you or whatever, he m might like be dating you and realize like, I'm not ready to date yet. And I think if he's feeling so confused by these feelings from this ex, it also might mean that despite the fact that you guys have tried really hard to take it slow, that he's just too caught up in something from the past to actually give you guys like the, the right amount of attention he should, but doesn't mean that it won't happen in the future. Yeah, but, I mean, um, they've known each other for a yeah, decade. Yeah, and so you that's, guys, yeah. That's the cool part about that yeah. story. That's really cute.
That's like super cute. It's like a movie. It is like a movie, but I definitely had someone that I thought was like that, that yeah. I was like, we were like, oh, oh my God, crush forever. Like, will they, won't they? Like always had a boyfriend, girlfriend at different times or whatever. And then we went on one date and I was like, holy shit, I fucking don't like you at all. <laughs> and he was like, I'm so glad we can finally date. I was like, oh no. So I'm glad it was the opposite for you guys. And uh, yeah, give it, just give it some time. Cause she also got out of a really long-term relationship too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And talk to your ex's friends about it too. Mm-hmm. Also, his friends are probably going to be on her side because they're going to be like, don't get back with your ex. That's such a bad idea. Date yeah. cool yeah. Becky over here. Cool Becky's Becky. fucking sick. Becky's cool. Becky's fucking cool, dude. You remember Becky? Dude, she shotguns beers. And <laughs> I just like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Becky's fucking cool. <laughs> so just know. <laughs> Becky, you shotgun beers. That actually doesn't, doesn't make you, I've never shotgun beer. You haven't? No, I can't. I'm allergic to gluten. You seem so cool, though. I, I mean, I'm not cool. Cool Megan. I'm not. Cool Megan. Cool Megan. Old cool Megan used to be cool. Oh. But no, I think it's not cool. Just, no, you, I think, you have a I think belly button piercing. You have a Wakanda I guess tattoo. old Megan. 19-year-old yeah, Megan. Yeah, so you're saying, okay, Yeah, well. she, di- she, she But that she was like party girl Megan. This is now like legit cool. Legit? <laughs> me- oh, my God. Mm. I like that one better. I'm legit cool Megan. Otherwise, Honestly, Megan before was like a lukewarm mess <laughs> like a microwaved mess she hadn't got to hot no yeah. not at all she was not a hot mess it was pre-nose job like she was like not a hot mess she was a cold like a cold lukewarm mess cold oh lukewarm. <laughs> it was kind of, yeah mm. it was like sometimes it was like, little, like like food poisoning yeah like, like it was like just like, like it, it just was out on a counter yeah, it, like while. you never took like you went to the grocery store you left it there riverside heat no ac wow. like just a little over room temp. I, I have, I've never been cool. You've never been it cool? It would surprise you to, to see it. I mean, now that you're a dad, you, can, you're, you can't be, you can be exactly. a cool dad. You can be a cool dad. You, but you see, can't now that I'm a dad, cool now, now, now that I'm a dad, I'm like, this is what I've been waiting for all along. <laughs> yeah. I've so just like, been what? like, not cool waiting to be a dad. Now I'm like, this is right. This is like how you're supposed to be. It's going to be me when I'm 40 and like my Diane Keaton, like Nancy Myers movie kitchen. I'm going to be like, this is it. This, this is, is it. what I've been I'm waiting finally for. finally here. I feel like my I've right arrived. age. I've arrived. Hello. That's going to be me. Yeah. yeah. But now you can be a cool dad, but you can never be cool. No, what, but that's okay. It is okay. It wouldn't be have cool happened is, anyways, right? Yeah. So I want to say being cool is overrated, it. but like I wouldn't know because I've never been cool. <laughs> I had transition lenses, so therefore that kicks me out of the cool club forever. I want to apologize to the person in the comments that says she always feels like she's being personally attacked whenever Megan brings up her transition lenses. Dude, okay, you got to get rid of your transition lenses. Like, I'm telling you, you have to. Like, the correlation between, like... There's the flip sunglasses whoa no they're not that they do that on their own like they're like so granted also i will say oh. technology's probably oh. stepped up what's wrong with those well when i had Says them they the never uncool guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dad. those seem functional <laughs> and fashionable you like tivas i bet you fucking like tivas too i just saying they don't slip off your feet <laughs> <laughs> but like no transition lenses mine never got fully light and they never got fully dark and i also got mine tinted instead of black which by the way never got black well, they got gray i got dark pink it sounds like you just got the wrong transition it's, lenses. i did so i mean now this girl who has them in the comments who i've also seen that she probably you probably have higher technology transition lenses <laughs> next call sorry for that segue i enjoyed it <laughs> I am 23 years old, and about six months ago, I entered a relationship with a married man. He is in an open marriage. Um, His wife is fully aware that, you know, he and I have kind of been together on and off. They are kind of into polygamy. I'm not sure about the whole label thing, 
um, something that was totally new to me. I just met him, and I really liked him, and we started flirting, and then he told me that he was married, and I was like, well, you know, I like him, so we'll give it a shot. Anyway, six months down the road, here we are. Um, everything's been fine, but I can see myself starting to fall in love with this man, um, and I'm not sure if I should back out now before it goes any further because I'm not someone who wants to be in a polyamorous relationship. Um, I'm very into monogamy um, when it comes to having that emotional connection. Um, if it were just sexual, polyamory is fine with me, which is kind of where we've been for the last six months. But as things are getting more serious, I see that I am not okay with sharing this man with someone else if he's someone that I am, you know, falling in love with and wanting to be with. So my question is, should I stop things before it gets to that point? Should I sit down and have this conversation with him? Um, I don't know. I can't, you know, it's not like I can ask him to leave his wife. Um, and, I mean, I don't know where to go from here. So, a fresh set of eyes on the situation would be much appreciated. Thank you. Oof. It's a, it's a it's a lot it's a lot to unpack. Um, I would. F- uh, uh, I wish there was a way, and I should ask. Gabby had so much knowledge on this. I want to ask her next time. Um, the correct protocol about when somebody says they're in an open relationship, because my automatic response is to be like, I don't believe you, and I think that you're lying to your spouse. Hmm. And so that's like, I'm, I wonder, uh, yeah, I'm just so curious about that when the wife is okay with it and all of those kinds of things. I'm, I'm just curious from who she was told how she knows that. You know what I mean? They've all hung out. I, yeah. I mean, if they have, like, this is... I imagine they all just sip tea together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The girl who loves monogamy, who's literally, <laughs> who's literally with a married man. Uh, I mean, I think we would all say leave yeah Yeah. i mean i think it comes down to what you want right yeah and like what the what the the husband and wife want is a a open relationship Mm -hmm. and so this is fine for them but if she wants a monogamous relationship then uh, that's this is not a good situation and i also i don't believe monogamy is for everybody and i also don't believe that one person will necessarily make you want to be monogamous? Like, I think if like that's in your instinct that you like a monogamous relationship or you don't, I don't think who your partner is going to change that, change your own desire. And I think the only thing that would change is like, if you're trying to do that for them, um, uh, it's the, 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 the phrase of when people cheat or whatever, which this doesn't sound like cheating. Cause it sounds like his wife knows too, but, um, it's like the, how you get him is how you, how you lose him. You got him as being part of an open relationship. And that's not something that's going to probably change that he wants. So even if you told him like, I don't, I don't want you to be with anybody else, even for the time being, if he was like, yeah, I'll leave my wife, I'll be with you. I'm going to assume that he's also going to then a couple of months, a year down the road, be like, so let's, I want to start seeing other people, but I still really have feelings for you. So I just don't think, I think you entered into something knowing what it was and there's not really 
a yeah. way to change it. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, it seems like everything was going great for her. Yeah. But then there's now there's deeper mm-hmm. feelings involved and they're just not compatible. And I think it's okay to tr- like think they like, go into something and like think, uh, oh, I can totally handle this. Like, yeah, this is cool. This is like purely just sexual. Like there's no romance here. Totally. And then no, and then be like, oh, wow, I'm in over my head. Actually, I can't do this. Like there's no sh- like there's no shame in that. Like you can tell him, hey, I thought I could do this. And as time has gone on, I've really grown to have feelings for you. And then I think what you really have to do is just cut him off and not give him the opportunity to like be the guy that you want him to be. Because it's going to, whether it doesn't disappoint you now, I think it'll disappoint you later. And just like tell him, it'd be like, you know, I really thought I could handle this. I thought, uh, I thought that this could be purely just physical, but I've developed um, feelings for you and monogamy is something that I really want with a partner and I'm no longer okay with this. And I know that you're married and I understand that and I respect that. So uh, I don't want you to leave your wife. I don't want you to change or do anything. I just like had to say my piece and um, like, it's been great. Deuces. See ya. Never. Bye. Like that kind of a thing. Yeah. Do it like that too with the peace sign. Deuces. See you later. Never. Bye. Yeah. And, um, I recommend checking out the episode with Gabby Dunn because Mm -hmm. she does go very much into detail saying that you can't enter a polyamorous relationship and expect the people in that are already polyamorous to change. Mm -hmm. You have to be open to it too. And it's okay if you're not, and it's okay if you thought that you were and you like got in over your head and he shouldn't make you feel guilty or try and find a way to compromise to make you stay. Because monogamy is just, a, it's it's a massive thing. It's like not a, it's like not deciding if you whether want to have kids or not. You're not going to be with somebody and be like, well, I'll just like hopefully just get them pregnant. Like, and then they have to have a kid. Like, it's not, it, it's something that you, you would want someone to respect, respect how he approaches a relationship um, and respect how you want it, how you want it to. And know that just because he's great and awesome, there's going to be a guy who's, even better and more awesome and all that stuff who wants to be monogamous. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're sleeping right. on your, 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 uh, your, uh, I don't like the word soulmate, but yeah, you're like sleeping on that. That I mean, not they're um, out there. Yeah. And it's, it's unfair to ask that person to change. Yeah. Um, if it just to fit what you want, mm-hmm. because it's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And it's just, you have to respect their choices as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sticky situation, though. Yeah, wow. Really threw Dude, me for the not of, one loop, but two loops. Straight up, I the thought it was of, a cheating situation, and then it was a poly we've situation. We've had a lot of callers who've, like, gotten with married men. And not that I'm saying, like, wow, that's, like, really cool. It's just one of those things that I just want to be friends with them just so I can hear all about their lives. Going on to the next. We're on to Producer's Corner. <gasps> producer's Corner. AA. Oh. Everybody's favorite section where Melissa tells us either your favorite call. Mm-hmm. Um, either a callback, so somebody's called to update us on their life, or somebody who either has some new fresh insight or hated the advice that I gave, thought I was stupid, or had some personal like experience with something we talked about. So either they correct us or they tell us we did great. I like when they tell us that we did great. Mm. Or they're like, Megan, you did amazing. You should get a transli- transition lenses commenter mm. to call. Oh, God. She's going <laughs> to chew me out. <laughs> like, stop talking shit. On- <laughs> I want to see hers. That's what I want. I want to see hers. We'll do a side by side with mine and hers. Because like mine were like the 2004 ones. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So um, this call, this is a caller calling in with more insight on another call. This mm. is from 
an episode with Ashley Perez, but we've talked about this in multiple episodes about getting closure. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So this is somebody with the some... fake idea of closure. Mm-hmm. Hey, Megan, I'm just calling about your episode with Ashley Perez when you talked all about closure um, and trying to get closures in relationships. I saw a great tweet the other day, and I don't remember who it was from, and I wish I did so I could give them credit, but it said something along the lines of, do you really want closure or do you want to give this boy the opportunity to say what you want him to say? And that really resonated with me, and I think it would resonate with the listeners that called in thinking they wanted closure in a relationship. I was with this boy for, like, two years, and we were on and off, and every time I called him to be like, can we just get coffee because I want closure? It, like, was totally just me being like, I'm giving him a chance to say the things I want him to say. And by that time, he had figured out what he would need to say, basically, so he can get back in bed with me. So you don't need closure, girl. Just, like, move on. Find someone else. You need to write yourself a letter and, like, address it to the boy. You don't need to actually talk to him. Because do you really want to talk to him or do you want him to say the things that he's figured out he needed to say? So that's my advice. Cute. I actually did have a friend who the, I think I've said it before, where the, the only time that closure ever worked, she tried to get closure for years and years and years. with like her ex-boyfriend who like treated her like shit. And then like three years later, he like out of the blue called her. I was like, I want to let you know, I like never appreciated what I had. And like, you were the greatest girl that I was ever in my life and all that stuff. And she was like, I literally made you get lunch with me like every like six months for two years to get you to say that. And it took all of these years later to say it. And she was like, I don't even care now. Like by the time that he said all that, she was like, oh, I don't care at all. Like what the fuck was that? But we were like, you're the only girl who's ever heard it. She was like, it's over. Like by the time you hear it, you don't care at all. And you're like, why are you calling me? I feel so uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about closure? Do you believe that it's a thing? Um, wow. Um, I, I, I guess I thought I did. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I thought. This podcast has changed you. This podcast has changed me. I guess I realized that, you know, all that, what they're saying, where, you know, closure is just a a way to like Mm -hmm. kind of try to get back together with someone. But I would think that as opposed to like ghosting, you know, yeah, like but I, I mean, like I, a breakup. I believe different. in like a, a you know a distinct breakup, yeah. like a you know a clean yeah uh, end to something. Um, I guess the when con- the concept of closure, it seems like more of an emotional thing where it's mm-hmm. like not just the breakup, but it's sort of like I need to have a full understanding yep. of why this relationship ended. Who am I mm-hmm. before? Who am I now? You need like and, a dissertation. Yeah, yeah. Can I change? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what yeah. it is. Like, I think that you're, you're exactly right with closure is it's an emotional and personal thing that you're like, and you, everyone has an idea of what they want to hear, but not what they need to hear. Right. And so there's like, well, no, I don't have closure until you tell me you want to get back together with me. And yeah, like, exactly. But that's, that's not closure. That's not closure. That's, that's like, just there's only one thing you can speak. You can say 10,000 things, but it's only this one is the closure. <laughs> you have to say that one. I hope you do get the buzzword. I mean, the real way that you're going to find that emotional mm-hmm. solace is by looking within yourself. You're yeah. not going to get it from somebody no. else. That's what we said in the episode with Ashley. That yeah. I'm like, if someone contributed to your break, whoever contributed to your breakup is not going to contribute to you getting over said breakup. Mm-hmm. Like that's like, they're not related. Like if they ruined it, they're not going to fix it. 
Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's right. And good job on that tweet. I love I, when you read tweets and you're like, oh, wow, cool. Look at this. This person's right. And then you don't steal it for yourself. But I have gone to this issue where now I will um, <laughs> I'll read like Twitter moments or tweets and then tell a friend of mine, I'm like, so I read this article and I'm like, no, that was a lie. That was a tweet. <laughs> I'm like, I watched this documentary. No, it was a YouTube video. It was four minutes long. And I just try and make myself yeah, sound smarter. It was a long form that I could sum up in 180 characters. Yeah, 100%. But I definitely read five pages worth yes, of yeah, the, very I, it insightful. Was, it was a thread. Yeah. It was a whole thread. It may be a story. <laughs> like I, I, I did it. I did it. And I read the things. Um, but yeah, that's our episode, guys. Thanks so much for being on the episode. Thank you for having me. Where can people check you out on the internet? Oh, you can go to youtube.com slash tryguys or join our Patreon at patreon.com slash tryguys. Hell yeah. The Try Guys new channel, new company. It's good, guys. It's Try Guys 2.0. Yes. Maybe sure 3.0. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. you just wow. don't, you got a lot to live up to. Yeah. It's very good. And you've been Instagram too. People can see your, uh, your life. Yes. Find my Instagram at, at Ned Fulmer, F U L M E R. Fantastic. Uh, and if you guys liked this episode, make sure to subscribe in the Apple Podcast app or on SoundCloud. And then we'll also have the website where you can figure out where else to listen to it at don'tblameme.show. And uh, if you are just listening and you want to watch the YouTube video version, head on over to my YouTube channel. It'll be linked in the description of this as well. Or like the bio, whatever. If there's words when you listen to a podcast, you just have to click some things and you'll find it's the words. description. Description. Yeah. Show notes. Show, whatever. Mm, it's all the Click same. the words. Click the words. And in those words, you will also find... Melissa and I are socials. Yeah. You can find us. You can follow us on Instagram. You can see when we go boxing together. Mm-hmm. And this week you might see when I punch her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so check that out. Make sure you follow for some premium content. Um, if you guys have something going on in your life that you would like some advice on for an upcoming episode, leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International callers, send an audio file to meganpodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, produced, directed, and edited by Melissa DeMont. Post-production sound by Chris Henry, production assistant Julie Carley, and music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I'll see you guys next week, and don't blame me if your life, you know, completely fucks up before then. <laughs> oh. 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.